This is the Living Clean Podcast. This podcast is not meant to replace meetings, sponsorship, step work, or service. This podcast is meant to be another tool in your recovery toolbox. Our guests are here to share their experience, strength, and hope with recovery through Narcotics Anonymous. Thank you for joining us. All right, welcome back to the Living Clean Podcast. I'm Mason S. I'm an addict. Uh, today we got Mr. Jacob P with us, man. Jacob, how you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing great, man. I appreciate you. Appreciate you having me, man. Grateful to serve and be a part of brother. Yeah. Thank you for coming on here and doing this, man. Uh, you know, the other day we were at the fundraiser together and I was sitting there racking my brain. I was like, man, I got to come up with a episode this week. I'm behind and I heard your story and I was like, well, boom, there it is. You know, <laughs> worst he can say is no. And, uh, appreciate your message the other night, man. Had the opportunity to hear Jacob speak. It's the second or third time I've heard you speak. And, you know, it's, um, uh, it's beautiful to see, uh, people, uh, get in touch with their, you know, their God given talent. And I believe that, um, you know, God's using you for a vessel, uh, and speaks through you, man. And, you got a knack for the speaking thing and that's that's awesome and i'm i'm glad you uh make yourself available to share that with the rest of us man yeah yeah i appreciate that man i mean i know that that's one of the you know one of the parts that i love about the the 12 steps it says man we we all just have that individual way of carrying the message you know so whether it's one-on-one or to a group i don't know when i'm when i get asked to share places or whatever i, I feel the same sitting here talking to you as i do you know, a room full of people. It just, you know, it's, it has the same exact beautiful feel to it. Yeah, man. It's, uh, I'm going to tell you though, for people that it don't come natural and it may be for you too, but man, speaking's a lot of work. Like it's, a lot, there's a lot that goes into <laughs> it, man. And, and I think it's more mental for me than anything, because I'll be thinking the whole night before, what am I going to do? And then, you know, I've tried to take notes before and that's always the worst. It's best <laughs> to get up there and, and let it flow through you, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, I, the one thing I know for sure is it doesn't matter how much I think about it or, or practice it in the shower or, you know, tr- do it on the drive to or from or whatever. As soon as I get up there and say, my name's Jacob, I'm an addict. It's blank. Boom. <laughs> it's over with it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so I don't get, I don't get too nervous, you know, anymore. I mean, you know, of course there's always the, I think sometimes I can get the, the excitement and the enthusiasm mixed up with nervousness and anxiety because they kind of have the same feel sometimes. So I think that now it's more that I'm like enthusiastic. I'm ready to go rather than kind of anxious and, and, and worried about the the head nods and hand claps and all that. Cause when you're worried about that kind of stuff, it kind of blurs the message a little bit. Do you remember being young in recovery and, and hearing a speaker for the first time and kind of feeling that jolt in your heart and, and, you know, that relatability and all those things. Do you remember that moment? Yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, man, there's a, a a lady in my area that had gone out uh, after like 16 years, I think, and she had come back and I was I was early in recovery. She was and she was celebrating her one year. And, uh, you know, the story was the story was the journey to to recovery through recovery, the complacency, the leaving recovery, and then the courage to come back to recovery, even after all those years. And, 
you know, I think that, you know, between that and, uh, oh man, just, I'm heavy on speaker tapes. You know, I have been, I've always loved them since, since I first got clean. I like listening to speaker tapes and listening to people share. And I have a really, a really, uh, a uh, good way of remembering shares. So like I can, it might be five years later down the road and I find myself in a situation. I say, golly, this is exactly what that dude in 2018 was sharing. You know what I'm saying? Like I got experience on this. Like yeah. I, I can, I can, I can turn, I can utilize some wisdom right here by practicing through somebody else's experience living clean, you mm. know? So yeah, man, it's, it's a trip, but no, absolutely. You know, for me all the time, like sometimes I'll be hit with a problem and then I'll, the solution will creep into my head <laughs> and I can't remember where it come from, but I know that shit didn't come from me. <laughs> Somebody along the way had told me something profound and, and, and I finally found a situation to apply it. You know, I, I can't even remember to give them credit, but you know, it was, uh, I, I have those moments all the time. Like, Whoa, where did that come from? I, I know that ain't from me. Yeah, and I think that that's one of the one of the catches with the cliche too of of it gets greater later, yeah. you know. Because the more I listen to people share, and the more meetings I make, and the more conventions I go to, and step work I do, and all that kind of stuff, you know, that's that's one of the beautiful things. Like what you're talking about is is my version of what I call uh, you know downloading a uh, an antivirus software. Yeah. You know, the, the more information I take in, you know, the stronger my antivirus software is because I, all I really am is just a movement of information, you know. So the more new information I take in, it might pop up and, you know, I might be in an old thinking pattern or, or in an old behavior. And then all of a sudden something hit me. I'd be like, oh, what? You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, that wasn't me. That's a that's a, a an automatic uh gift of recovery is just to simply have access to the information no doubt and i think a lot of the information that we're taking in you know especially in early recovery it's it's we're not faced with situations to where we have to apply it till on down the line you know i was thinking about that today i was out at the jail talking to some guys and we read the just for today and of course it's talking about uh respecting your sponsor shout out to tim s my sponsor i love and respect you man um but, you know, sitting there with them, they're taking, they're reading this just for today, and it's talking about all that a sponsor does and, and the ways that we return the favor and how it's a two-way street. But they're just taking in the information. None of those guys have a sponsor yet, you know. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere, somewhere down the line, eventually, you know, hopefully, um, some of them guys will get a sponsor and they'll be able to apply that stuff. But I think to a lot of our literature and even these IPs we've been going through, you know, I think a lot of those apply to somewhere down the line, but it's great to go ahead and take the information in. Well, you know, I mean, I think that for, for you know, my perspective on looking at sponsorship and NA literature, like, you know, like 100%, like they used to share all the time, um, you know, hey, you know, you'll get that on your way home. You know, that used to be a big celebration saying around here in my area where somebody be up there and like the spirit be moving and the, the, the room will be on fire and the message will be carried. And like, you know, in their mind, like they're sharing exactly where they are. And it may fly over 80% of the, the room's heads, but they make sure to follow it up. Don't worry about that. You'll get that when you get home. <laughs> so how's your, uh, how's life been going, man? Everything's going good. Yeah, man. So, I mean, man, it's a, it's a, it's a 
it's a typical life, you know, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily, um, first of all, if, if I had something to complain about, I wouldn't, cause it wouldn't make a difference. Right. right. But, you know, in the, in the grand scheme of things, like, you know, I just bought a, I bought, we bought our second house this year. Um, you know, that's been interesting and coming from under a bridge, you know, meeting recovery, you know, face to face or the reality of the disease of addiction. And like, you know, coming here, coming up, I'll have 11 years Sunday. So like, you know, we just bought our second house and like, man, I'm active in these steps and, you know, I'm having recovery conversations and, you know, it's still just as alive and beautiful as it's been. And like, you know, my, just that, that ties in with the topic that you're talking about so perfectly because I remember sitting in meetings and hearing people talk about stuff like uh, mortgage interest rates, you know, more, <laughs> yeah. you know, P PMI on mortgage insurance and, and, and car notes and car payments and all these different, you know, taxes and IRS and stuff like that. And I used to think, what the, what, what does this have to do with recovery? You know, this doesn't have to do with recovery. And like now my life has evolved where like I think back on those shares and I'm like, man, that's exactly where I am. And I'm just navigating my taxes. You know, I own my own business. So like taxes are heavy, you know, so yeah. I'm working I'm working on managing credit cards and like, you know, raising two kids. And uh, oh, man, it's it, man, it's full. Life is full. Yeah, but, you know. Something I, I know about you is you keep the main thing the main thing, man. That's what makes it all possible. And, uh, you know, what, what what do you think some of the challenges of that 11 years in and you got this life that's coming at you? And, uh, you know, it, it, it I've seen a lot of people who, when life gets full, they decide to put the one thing that's made all this life possible on the back burner. What do you think keeps the fire going for you? Man, 100% transparency. What what keeps it going for me is the the times that I've almost let it go out, you know, because I would I would love to say that, like, I've been on fire and consistent for recovery and it's just been a nonstop grind since I got here. And, you know, but man, you know, when, through college and like life on life terms and stuff, every now and then I can turn around and and look and be like, oh, you know, I hadn't talked to my sponsor in a week. I ain't yeah. talked to my sponsor in two weeks. Like then the last meeting I made was my home group week before last or, you know, with newcomer calls. And it's kind of one of those things where you're like, ah, oh, man, got to answer, got to answer for this newcomer shit, you know, and, and whatever. So um, I think that, you know, at this particular up, cause you know, the literature talks about it, man, this is full of ebbs and flows, mm -hmm. you know? So uh, I think that when I, when I'm up and I'm in and I'm active and I'm grinding, it's, it's, it stays lit because the first place I know to apply it is the basics. Man, I'm going to tell you, like, I was telling you this before we got on here. Um, you know, life's been tough here lately for me. Um, yeah. You know, one of my really good friends that we grew up together in the program, uh, you know, the disease is kind of kicking his ass right now. And, uh, you know, I've got, situation with my sister where she gets told today that you know that it's looking more like she's got days instead of weeks left and oh wow uh, you know life's been tough but you know i'm grateful because i've i've got an avenue like i don't have to go through this alone i've got people that i can reach out to you know i get to do things like this like this helps like this my, this is even though i'm talking about it it takes my mind off of it for a little bit you know and we we kind of go through this together and um 
you know, I've got my network of people and all that kind of stuff, you know. So even when life's tough, I can apply what we're going to talk about today, you know, live the program and, and man, it saved my ass so many times. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think that like, even no matter how busy life is or how stressful it is or a, a job goes wrong or a, a kid's acting up or a family member sick or, you know, any of just the unimaginable uh, situations that can occur because there's no limit on situations that can just show up out of nowhere. Like one of the things that helps to to keep my mind focused on what's important, which is staying clean and, and living my life by practicing the principles of the 12 steps and all that is really the information in that, in that IP that we're talking about, you know, mm -hmm. it's the, it's the keeping the wreckage of the present down and like not having to move into tomorrow with yesterday's problems. Yeah, no doubt. So before we get into that, I want to ask you about, um, inventories period. Uh, was the first time you remember doing any kind of inventory when you did the four step? I know there are some sponsors out there that'll ask you to write about a certain area of your life, not necessarily a four step, but just, you know, when you're going through something, we'll write about it and then we'll talk about it. Do you, what was your first experience with an inventory? Man, I mean, I would probably say, because, you know, when, when you think about an, an inventory in itself as what it is, um, I would probably say my first experience with an inventory was probably a simple pros and cons list. Right. You know, because that's an inventory of itself. No doubt. You know, I was I was I've been told to do pros and cons since early on. You know, what I mean, we're talking about, you know, hey, am I going to go over here and and see my cousin and them over at their house with. 30, 60, 90 days clean. Okay, well, let's let's do a pros and cons list. Let's do a pros and cons list. So I would say that my introduction and still a good practice today is is doing a, a, a short circumstantial inventory on pros and cons of an individual situation. Because back then I wouldn't have been able to inventory my, my life or my thinking or my feelings right. anyway. I only ever felt good or bad. Yeah, you know there was there there wasn't a in between the the right. day was awesome or it was terrible you know one extreme to the other so yeah that's a good question man I like I like that question that's a good one I mean because like you said uh, a lot of a lot of sponsors I know mine did you know even a gratitude list if you think about exactly. it exactly yeah you know so all those things are good practice you know and, and I'm grateful that my sponsor had me do those things and it got me ready to to take a deeper dive into, uh, into my life, especially when I think about like these gratitude lists where the sponsor will have the sponsee say, okay, now you listed 10 things today and I list 10 more tomorrow. That's different. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I really have to start really looking inside and, and, and really starting to, to, you know, to take a deep dive and see what am I really grateful for? And then the asshole would follow it up with, Okay, so if you're grateful for these things, what are you doing to take care of it? You know, <laughs> so that's another deeper dive you kind of take into it, which is good practice for for eventually getting to the fourth and fifth, and eventually to the tenth. And um, yeah, I mean, you're kind of you're kind of making you know different style and levels of inventories all the way from the beginning. Yeah. You know, the, the, the program is full of different inventories. I mean, when I'm looking at, you know, my unmanageability or my denial, you know, those are 
those are basically tiny inventories based in that in that specific area. And then you move on to like, you know, inventory in my belief system. What What is it? What's it not? Yeah. You know, what can it be? What can it not be? What do I like that I have? What, the, you know, what do I not? And, you know, I think that we get a lot of practice, man, at, at, at uh, self-assessment, which most people, you know, thank, thank God for Narcotics Anonymous for us as recovering addicts too. Cause I mean, you got to think that most, most individuals don't, ever have the opportunity to do this level of self-assessment and and this is where the this is where the beauty of life even comes from it's not just necessarily looking from my eyes out but you know also looking from my eyes in you know and checking myself out and how I relate to the world and others and man it's 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 nuts but yeah I think I think we get a lot of of undercover practice in inventory and that we don't even realize that's happening, kind of breaking the ice leading up to something, obviously like a, like a four step. Makes me think of that term, you know, the first time I heard it, it was so crazy to me, but when somebody shared in a meeting, you know, I'm so grateful that I'm an addict and I got to think, I'm like, <laughs> what the hell are they talking about? Mm-hmm. This has been, this has been the worst thing that's ever happened to me. But you know, now, like we were talking about earlier today, that was for me at a different time. Now I get exactly what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, if I hadn't been an addict, I'd never had any of this. You know, I'd never had any of it. So it's hard not to be grateful. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that we get this opportunity to, um, you know, I mean, literally, like for me, from my experience, I feel like when I look back in my memories, I've got memories from two different lifetimes. You yeah. know, like this you know, my, my using life and my recovery life seem both like full blown long range lifetimes of experiences. So it's just such a rich experience. And, and especially, you know, that makes things like a normal, a, a, a normal person or a non-active or whatever may not be excited, but look at us, we jump up and we hand clap and we hug and we holler about somebody getting their license at, at 34 years old. It's yeah. a celebration. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to be on this part of life where everything we do, it's our responsibility to cheerlead one another. And, you know, like the literature says, enthusiasm, age, recovery. So like a place that you get to be enthusiastic about anything and everything from the smallest accomplishment to the largest. Yeah. You know, it's just fantastic. Well, let's, uh, let's dive into the topic today. So, um, what's interesting to me about this, this IP is of course, this is all related to the 10 step, but what I didn't know before I read this IP was how the reading just for today, where the, just for today, my thoughts would be on my recovery, living, enjoying life without the use of drugs. Mm -hmm. on. I didn't know how that applied to the 10th step into the inventory. I thought that was interesting in diving in and looking at this IP. It kind of tells us how to inventory each of those sentences um, and, and and break down exactly am I, or exactly how I'm putting this into practice in my life and if I need to work on that section, you know? Right. So the very first one talks about just for today, my thoughts will be on my recovery, living, enjoying life without the use of drugs. And, of course, this is a very, very simple one, but it's probably the most important. It starts off with, am I clean? You know, and uh, 
which is kind of the basis on what our recovery is built on. Like as long as we can answer no to that, then we got a shot. You know, all the rest of this can be chaos. You know, all the rest of these uh, answers to these questions. But as long as that first one's no uh, or yes, I've got a shot. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, when I when I look through that, man, it's like, you know, I think one of the most important things about this this IP to me and like even even that question, like, am I clean today? Like when we look at that, you know, am I clean? You know, yes. But then, like, as we go down two questions, it says, did my disease run my life today? And I, I love how that, like, yes, I'm clean, but, man, but the, the disease, disease, but the disease whooped my ass all day. <laughs> yeah, you know, no doubt. It's, it's fun to be, you know, especially early on. And it and it clarifies right in the IP that, like, let's limit this to a 20 to 24 hours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you look in the 10th step in the literature, it talks it talks about, man, we need to, you know, do the best we can to not. not get obsessive about this step you know what i mean keep it short and clean and today am i clean today yes am i clean from behaviors attitude thinkings and all that it depends on where your sponsor takes you am i answering am i clean today because of the use of drugs or am i clean today from a certain behavior or uh or pattern you know it just depends on what the sponsor's guidance is yeah you know when i think about this and go through it if i'm really going through something or I feel like I'm struggling or I'm, I'm in a bad place. There's no way that I can go through this. I don't feel like and not find if find some answers of exactly what's going on with me. Like it seems impossible. Uh, you know, and you talking about, did the disease run my life today? Uh, let's try to throw out some examples for somebody who's far away from this 10 step. So, I think about the disease running my life. I think about like areas where I become obsessed to the point uh, where I set back my responsibilities, my daily task, where I set those to the side and that becomes more important than what I need to do on a <laughs> daily basis. Like that can be anything. Right. I can do that right. with anything. <clears throat> like I mean, the- yeah, I have a, I have a, uh, an example of a, uh, guy that I'm sponsoring that, you know, we just went over his first step. And, you know, one of the, one of the most common things that I see with people coming into recovery is they want to hurry up and get in that first car. They want to get in that first car. It don't matter what it costs. It don't matter how it runs. If it looks good enough on the outside, what other people can see, I'm going to jump right in there. And for Mm -hmm. somebody, and for somebody that's looking at, you know, going to a, a, a buy here, pay here in the next couple of days and dropping every penny they got to pay, you know, $195 a week on a car at 31% interest just so they can look good in front of the meeting. Just know that day, you're, the, the life is being run by the disease, you know, because I come from a sponsorship of practicality, you know, right. so it's got, it's got to be practical for me to understand and watching my, watching my sponsee run over there and, jump in that Chrysler 300 that the windows didn't roll down and the heat and air didn't work and the heated seats didn't work, but the outside had rims on it. He went on ahead and jumped in it. And right as we're going through that, that first step, he realized, he said, Oh man, obsessive and compulsive. The disease got no doubt. (laughs) That's just such a symbol of how we are in early recovery. Anyway, we, we like to jump into things and, 
and make that outside look good. But uh, well, it says somewhere, I, or I might have heard a speaker say it, but he talks about the dressed-up trash can, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what we like to do. But yeah, man, that's that's a great example. Um, when I'm when I'm putting things above my priorities, and it's like like you said, if it's not practical, like I know my well, my technically my second job, what I consider my my real job, <laughs> my <laughs> first real job in recovery. Uh, you know, I I gave up a huge pay cut to get into a field that I was passionate about, but boy, they were some sacrifices, and I seen some people that had the same amount of clean time as me, their life was booming pretty quick. And don't think that those same thoughts your sponsee was going through didn't run through my head, man. I wanted mm-hmm. to, you know, but I've also seen those ones, they get a job and they get a, you know, they get a piece of ass and they don't know me no more. They gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, that's like, that reminds me of, you know, early on, one, one thing that one thing, if anything, that I could express to a member with clean time or, or, or somebody coming in and may not be at a 10 step or somebody that hasn't, you know, been in the steps in a little while or, you know, whatever is, is to remember, man, that this this thing is a journey. It's a marathon, you know, and like instant instant gratification, just, just like the story with my sponsee hopping into that car. And, you know, now he's got a <laughs> now the, the windows are up. There's no air. And when he bought that car was probably about two or three months ago, it was, you know, 95 degrees outside and he's roasting. He comes in here with his shirt all soaked, talking about, come out, come look at my car, man. Come look at these wheels, man. You know? And, but for me, like when I started, um, you know, I had friends that, that, you know, when, and they got, they got big jobs, you know, they got big jobs. They went and got $20 an hour jobs, $25 an hour jobs. And, and I took the route where I started, I went to school and, and the school was tied with the work and they, they started me off at 10, 10 and out. So while my friends are, come on, man, come on, let's go over here. Let's go over here. Let's go do this, man. You need to quit that and come, man. I stay consistent with it and, and practice through the marathon. Cause man, instant gratification just costs too much in the long run. Yeah, no doubt. You know, and it says something to do what you enjoy too. Like, I think, I believe if a person does what they enjoy, they always say, you know, you never work a day in your life, but, you'll also do the kind of work that eventually you're going to get compensated for. You know, if you just stay the path and stay patient, you know, do something you enjoy. If you're passionate about it, people are going to pay for that passion eventually. You know, it's, it's hard to see that shit though, when you're brand new, like we just want now, 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 now. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I think everybody with, with a you know a couple of weeks of recovery is is looking for that hundred thousand dollar a year job and you know mm-hmm. that 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 new car and that white picket fence and like you know but 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 first you got to get the freedom. What what we do with the freedom is completely up to us by all means. You know, elevate. You know, we didn't get clean to be average. You know, mm-hmm. we, got, we got clean. We're miracles. No might doubt. as well might as well live a life a miracle would live at least you know to the best of our ability and. You know, and it's, it's, I'm just laughing in the right time. You know, I, I I could imagine what would have happened if I'd have had a hundred grand dumped in my lap (laughs) the first few months, that would have been, man, thank God. Yeah. People look at my life now and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you know, not remembering like, man, my, my decision-making when I got clean is like, okay, I'm going to go to this meeting. 
It's it's Thursday. I got I got six dollars. Like I'm gonna go to this meeting. I'm gonna put a dollar in this basket, and then like, am I gonna go out to eat and and run this gaslight all the way to work, hoping that my paycheck is is there and the office didn't make a mistake, or am I gonna put this five dollars in gas? And that was my experience all the way up through almost five years clean. Yeah, you know. So it's like, no, I a hundred percent agree, man. I agree. And you also said you went to school too. So like you're talking about like drastic sacrifices there. There's, there's not any rich students running around. That's for sure. You know, that's a, you're missing out on a lot of things that a lot of people are doing, you know, and that's a sacrifice you got to take, you know, to, to further your education. And, but look, it pays off in the long run, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I've had a lot of those same friends that were telling me to, to drop out of school and come over here and get this $20 an hour came and worked for me. Yeah. And you know, it, it's just a, it's just a part of the way that it went, you know, just stay in the course and like most importantly, just not using no matter what, you know, that early recovery, man, like that, am I clean today? I mean, there's, there's nothing more important, whether, whether I called my sponsor today, whether I, treated my girlfriend right today, whether I cussed out my brother today, whether I was late to work today, no matter whether I hit a lotto ticket today, you know, oh, yeah. whether the, the gas is full and I'm getting a promotion today. Like it's all about just staying clean, you know, staying clean must come first. And, and I, I just think that, you know, that gets overlooked so quickly when we get here, we got to continuously be reminded by people that we can relate to that. Hey bro, you know, the miracle is in waiting. Yeah. And sometimes the only solution is just don't pick up. Don't pick up. Hey, some days the only thing I've done right, some months, some years, the only <laughs> thing I've done right is not pick up. And that's, that's a true statement. Yeah. Yeah. I've had years worth of mistakes happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, that's, you know uh, that's what some people don't understand, especially those ones that are in and out a lot. They look at people that stay here forever, and they think, "Well, I just can't be like like you." Don't fucking get it, bro. Like, <laughs> there's only one mistake that most people that's been here for some time they had they hadn't made, and that's just getting high. You know, man. If they man, people think that we don't wake up with clean time and and put our feet on the floor and drop our head in our hands, thinking about you know, God, I gotta get up and I gotta get out here, man. Some days I feel my life is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And some days I feel just as reluctant to participate in my life as I did going to the relapse prevention meeting at the halfway house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, our minds or at least my mind, I know will still uh, contemplate the alternative as good as life is today. It'll still fiddle around with it up in my mind and go, yeah, but wouldn't it be fun or wouldn't it do this? You know, and that's why you got to just play that fucking tape all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. But you look at it and you're like, why would my mind even go there? Life is so good. Like you were talking about, life is just so good today, man. And I guess that's just part of the something that I haven't experienced going away completely yet. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, you know, I think that, I think that the disease practices its own principles. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it practices consistency. You know, it practices, you know, a, a lot 
patience and willingness and tolerance. It, it'll sit there and wait me out. You know, there's a there's an old speaker tape. I can't I can't remember if it's uh it's NA or AA, man. It's been so long. I mean, we're talking from years ago, but it's called the the vulture on the head post. And the the guy was talking about uh how the disease sits perched on the bedpost looking down at him. And as soon as his eyes open up, he starts to do uh he starts to do a body scan. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, I think my leg hurts a little too bad to go to work. Oh, man, am I sick? My nose is kind of runny. Like, maybe I should stay home. And, it, and, and the disease automatically starts working on him before he can even get his eyes all the way open. That fractured personality is already kicked in, working against us at all times. You know, and it's that's why it's important to try to just, man, go ahead and get up and try to do something to get centered. Read the Just for Today. Read the Live, read the live in the Program IP uh, like I have a group chat, you know, thank God for them because I'm the type that I wake up and I run straight out the door Fume from I wake up, throw my clothes. I'm about a I'm about a five minute person. Mm-hmm. I wake up, my clothes and socks go on and I brush my teeth and hit the door. I'm, oh, I'm, not, I'm not even near centered and grounded when I go out into the world. I got to slowly ground myself throughout the day, whether I got to pull over at the gas station and just stop and take a deep breath or whatever I got to do, but the group chat, thankfully they hit the spiritual principles and the just for today every single day. So I always have an opportunity to read it. And, you know, I'm thankful for the people in my life that give me those opportunities. One of these questions I was looking about or looking, looking about shit looking at, <laughs> uh, was, was I good to myself today? Mm. You know, you want to talk about something that's imperative to living and enjoying life is, you know, who would have ever thought one of the keys was is how I view myself and how I treat myself, you know, like that is one of the keys to, to unlocking that freedom that we were talking about earlier is being good to myself. And that's something I should constantly be looking at, man, because that's what the disease wants me to do. It wants me to take it all out on me, you know. Yeah, like they used to say, used to hear all the time, man. Put the put the hammer down and pick up the feather. You know, yeah. stop stop beating myself in the head with that hammer and pick that feather up. And man, you know, give myself a break. No, you doubt. know, I, I love the I love the IP because you know when it says, "Was I good to myself today?" You know, it, it's just crazy how all live all in a literature is a living document. I could read that question today or I could have read it four weeks ago or I could have read it 10 years ago. And it hits me different every single time I ask myself these questions or even open up. You know, I might open up the basic text and read who's an addict. And I'm like, bro, where did that come? I've read who's an addict 60,000 times. You know, where did that sentence come from? Because it didn't apply to where I was. I just breezed over it with the minimum of concern. And like today, when you ask me that question and I look at this IP, was I good to myself today? The first place I go is like, man, I didn't eat right today. You know what I'm saying? I, I did. I'm still vaping today. I've been talking about quitting vaping for about, you know, as long as I've been vaping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, was I good to myself today? Like, I love myself spiritually. I fed myself. But like, yeah, there's some there's some rooms to improve on on that. I could definitely be treating my physical self better. Yeah, it makes me think about that statement. You know, they I used to hear people say, you know, if somebody would have treated me like I treated myself back in the day, I would have wanted to kill them. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. 
Yep. I, and I, I think about that often, you know, be good to be good to me. Uh, or this body right here is the only option that I got to work with. So I need to be good to it. So I want to jump into this next section because it kind of talks about other people too, you know, and I think, uh, with this disease being so prone to drive us into isolation and, and things like this, this is something we always got to look at, you know, and it, and it uses the part from just for today that says just for today, I will have faith in someone in NA who believes in me and wants to help me in my recovery. And it goes through the questions about talking to my sponsor or attending a meeting or sharing your experiences or who are the people in your life to trust today. So you kind of touched on it a little bit talking about like your group text, but talk about that network of people for a minute and how important they are to you. Man. I mean, you know, one, I think one of the things that, you know, I see people tend to go out behind quite a bit is when the, the, the network of people, it's time to change. And the network of people that I have now isn't the network of people I had when I got here. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't have the same associations, the same phone numbers, the same Facebook tags, the same uh, meeting attendance that I had. So it's like I think the number one thing to, to, to realize for anybody, especially to remind myself, is that it's OK to have like I will have faith in someone in NA who believes me in my recovery ties right in with the question about having my sight set on new associations. You know, people who believe in me, you know, with all the literature works. Uh, and it has a continuity to it. And, you know, my my network is, you know, from man, from from 24 years clean, uh, you know, down to, you know, one of our guys just celebrated two years clean. And, you know, my my immediate network is really a lot of the people that are in my sponsorship family. Yeah. you know, because we we tend to have a really tight knit sponsorship family. So we stay in contact and, you know, we have sponsor group get togethers every now and then, not like, not like I wish we did, or, you know, maybe even personal opinion think we should in case any of y'all hear this, I think we right. should, you know, <laughs> but you know, without, without the network, I'm left to my own devices, man. The, 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 the fellowship is my eyes and ears. I can't hear and see myself. Even in practicing this IP, like it says in the basic text and trying to keep the wreckage of the present down, the whole reason behind for me practicing this IP is being good to my future self. The more I can practice this today and keep this wreckage down in today, the less problems I'm having to clean up. My future self can look back and say, man, you know I'm saying? You made some good decisions back then, man. You, you clean that right up. Or I can not practice this and I can be in a situation where the, the mailbox is filling up with debt collectors and my relationships are starting to decay and are a scam and, you know, all of that. And like the people that I have in my life, I do trust today. And I'm, I'm not one of those people that my network is not 50 people like it used to be a hundred people like it used to be, right. you know, my, my network is, you know, about five, six, you know, maybe 10 solid people that I talk to not even every day, but I know they have my best interest at heart. So, you know, yeah, I mean, the network is powerful. And then, you know, one of our guys, you know, is sharing some, it's, it's weird how clean time doesn't equal recovery because somebody with somebody with two years clean can be sharing experience on something that I haven't even been through yet. And I yeah. might be sitting here with 11 years practicing the experience from somebody with two years saying, man, thank God he went through that. 
he didn't even go through that for him. He went through that for me. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so no I doubt. think I think that's the importance of having a network, getting getting to know people on a personal level like that. Is you know we can go to meetings and hear people share all day long, but you know a lot of sharing is just surface level, basic text literature sharing. Uh, wanting to sound good, carry the message. The network is where we come in and like we identify on personal, personal levels, and we struggle and we win together. Yeah, no doubt. I'm I'm just like you, man. Like my the the biggest part of my network comes from my sponsorship family, and uh, you know our sponsorship family is big. It's a big it's a big group of people. But I'm 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 just like you in a sort to where I kind of gravitate towards uh. F- you know, five to 10, uh, certain individuals. And what I've come to find out is I like to associate with people who are kind of like been through the current season that I'm in, in my recovery. Like I'm just recently got married. I've got kids in the house now, you know, I got, we got a home together, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I try to like, not that I just disconnect from, you know, the people who are in the room that's still after, you know, chasing ass and different things like that's not i'm out of that season i'm in a season now to where i want to be around people who have successful marriages and who who are good parents and and you know who have been through a lot and and still stay together with their spouse so those people are the ones like i want to associate with and you know that's who my current network of people like you said it changes over time Mm -hmm. you know because of the season i mean i'm in a different season and that's the that's the people that you know that that i draw my strength from and my and the, and i build off their experience and not all of them's got 50 years clean you know some of them right. are some of them are three or four years clean but they've been married for two or three years you know so <coughs> um yeah man i couldn't imagine doing this shit without my network man well, you know, I mean, I even think my when uh, my sponsor was over here at my house the other day, and and we were talking about like, man, it, you know, like not doing it without my network is one thing, but like when people talk about get frustrated, you hear them say like, man, I'm I'm leaving NA, and I'm thinking like, and going where? <laughs> like I could like I can't even like I can't even process in my head what my life would be like without my network and sponsor and recovery and literature and the things that keep me occupied, like, man, I, I, I can say beyond a shadow of a doubt that, that I'll use, you know, I know that, you no know, doubt. and it's not even really running from the fear of using that keeps me here. It's like running towards the hope of the, the, uh, the continued promise and the new way to live, Yeah, you know, it's like, I would go to sleep yesterday. I wake up and like, Oh man, it's a brand new life. I think that all the time. Like, holy shit, man! It's it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday today. This is a brand new Tuesday. I've never even been. I've never even been on this Tuesday. Like, right. what's gonna happen? You know, it's so exciting and go out into the world. You know, and like, man, it's a it's a trip, man. Yeah, and it's just like these questions, right? Like, a, a lot can happen in in a twenty four hour period, and like you said, man, we if we keep that mindset that each day is a new day and sometimes there's a miracle behind just sleeping on certain situations, <laughs> something, yeah. something that felt like life or death last night when I fell asleep, when I wake up about it in the morning, it's like, I've had two cups of coffee before I even thought about this shit. Man, see, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's, that's a prime example of, you know, 
not giving up five minutes before the miracle happens. No doubt. You know, uh, uh, go, <laughs> go to sleep and wake up with a with a better perspective on my life, man. You know, and that that ties into being able to practice an inventory. You know, any time of the day, one of the one of the most powerful cliches that I heard that stuck out to me in early recovery and still even to this day is that I can start my day over at any time. Anytime. You know, that's that's I mean, that's just it's invaluable. Like there's there's no amount of. It's almost it's almost indescribable the power that comes from under having the self awareness to say, "Oh, whoa, bro! Like, okay, let's stop. Let's just stop for a minute. Let's turn the phone off for a second. Let's take a deep breath and like let's let's move on with a different perspective." Like, man, that's some of the most powerful tools in recovery that exist, in my opinion. No doubt. This uh this next section here kind of. Talks about well, I will have a program and I will try to follow it to the best of my ability, you know. And it, it seems like this is kind of following our 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 twelve steps as he goes through this inventory. You know, it kind of starts with one: Am I clean today? Mm -hmm. and it kind of gets over here talking about my network, you know, because you know, to me, step two's always been about well, if if they can do it, why can't I do it? And this kind of comes talking about well what action did i put behind it today like in step three i start taking that action when i turn my wheel over yep. it comes in and it starts asking like what was what the action look like that i did today like did i read my literature what steps did i consciously work did i admit powerlessness you know was i able to trust my higher power did i make amends did i admit fault did i worry today can i accept myself as i am today you know this is kind of like the action section for me I'm going to, I'll go through these next two sections and then if something sticks out, just kind of jump in on it, you know, just for today through NA, I will try to get a better perspective of my life, you know, and this is kind of talking about connecting myself with other things, you know, do I feel a part of humanity today? Mm -hmm. did, I, did I allow myself to become obsessed by anything today? <laughs> you know, then what is God giving me to uh, be grateful for? Uh, you know, this is all about that seeing the world through different lenses. You talked about it earlier. Uh, you know, you said you feel like you've almost lived two different lives. Well, the only thing that was constant through that was life. Right. What changed was you and your lenses, man. Well, and that's and that's like, I mean, man, if, if listen, I could I could sit here with you for, for eight hours. No doubt. And, and talk about the getting a better perspective on my life. <clears throat> you know, I mean, I could talk to you about it from a <clears throat> a first step standpoint to a 10th step standpoint to a 12th step standpoint to, you know, I mean, there's just <clears throat> because that's what this whole entire thing is about. And like when we look at this IP, the the overall thing that I love about it the most is that a lot of people tend to feel that an inventory is an approach to find a wrong that needs to be corrected. But this IP goes to clearly show us that the 10 step inventory is about harvesting our assets. Yes. We get, we get an opportunity to look at this and not, and not have the four step inventory doom cloud lingering over it or, you know, however people view inventories, this, this goes through and it makes sure to ask me, questions that it knows if I'm at this point, if I'm, if I'm in recovery and I'm doing a 10 step inventory, 
there's some questions in here. No matter what I fucked up today, I'm going to answer yes to. Am I willing to change today? Yes. There's some questions in here that are automatic yeses at this point in my recovery. And that reminds me spiritually that, hey, bro, like regardless of whatever happened today, the mistakes you made today, like you're here, you're clean. Are you accepting yourself? Do you feel like a part of human? Man, it's so funny because do I feel like a part of humanity today? And did I allow myself to become obsessed with anything today? A part of being a human is 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 admitting my obsessions. Yep. I, I become mentally obsessed about things constantly, whether they're real or imagined. It's yeah. it. I'd be hard pressed to tell you that I go through a single day without becoming obsessed about something. You know what I'm saying? That thought process gets on something like, man, that truck's really ma- man. That, that, that tire really is making a weird noise. I go through the whole rest of the day thinking about that tire blowing out. No you doubt. Know, you know, so it's it's always man, I latch on to something all the time and like oh man. To your point about humanity, man, like being a part of humanity, being a part of humanity is uh is doing or making mistakes and not feeling like a piece of shit, you know. Like where before where every mistake I thought was just justification of to what I always thought about myself, see? You ain't never going to be shit. You ain't, you wasn't never shit. You know, that's just the disease, man. And that's how I can jump on top of, you know, on top of you. But part of being a human man is understanding that, Hey, I'm going to do good, but guess what? I'm going to fuck some shit up too. And it's okay. Yeah. I learn from it and then I move on. You know, and that's the, and and that's what this whole practice is about, man. I mean, this is just like literally an exercise and like self-acceptance and, you know, especially to emphasize on the part that, you know, we tend to, um, as addicts and, and even meetings can take on this environment or areas can take on this, this atmosphere. We tend to, we tend to talk a lot about our defects. You know, we're in meetings and we hear people sharing, Oh man, my, my defect of this and my defect of that. And I was acting out on defects today and defect. I got angry today. I was sad today. I was, I was selfish today, whatever. And, and that's great, but it's like, you know, we, we tend to hear very little in meetings like, man, you know what? Like, besides all that, like, man, I was loving today. You know, I was grateful today. You know, and I think that, you know, that's one of the most important about it. Even if we were to go through this whole thing, you know, down to the bottom question by question, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's like, am I learning to accept myself as I am and not worry about if them, they and those accept me? Because I'm okay with accepting me, assets, defects, indifferences, and all. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, yeah, I just, man, I love the ability to be able to to have this tool. I remember the first time I ever worked this was actually on the NA app. You could mm. go through and there was a um, an IP number nine section you just click on it and it pops through the questions yet uh real quick and then it gives you a check mark or an x and you go through and then when you get done with it you can kind of look through the whole thing and it and it picks out you know where you need to work on what you did good but you know to your point like i think we still get them uh uh you know still get mixed up with what humility really is like we don't share about the things that we did good because we think that that's a lack of humility, but humility is really being right sized and understanding that 
yeah, there is good to this bad. And despite all my mistakes, I still was able to make it through another day without using. And, you know, I, I think that always deserves a pat on the back from ourselves and from whoever else, you know, that's, that's a big deal, man. It, and the longer you put together, the more time you put together, like, I think that slowly drifts away the fact that it's still a friggin' miracle that we're even here <laughs> yeah. on a fucking podcast talking about how we can improve our life on a daily basis. You know, cause if you go back to your past, you're talking about living under the bridge. I was a homeless maniac myself. Like, it's not supposed to happen for us. It's a miracle and it's a blessing. And we had to do something right in order to get here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, fortunately for us, the, the thing we did right was do every single thing wrong. <laughs> you know, that's, it. Yeah. that's the, that's the only thing we did right was, was, was pretty much not die. And that not gave die. Us- <laughs> yeah. And, and that was, What's that old song? I get knocked down, I get up again. They never gonna keep me down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's it, man. It's like my hard head is made for a soft ass. I know that. That's for sure. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, to that to you know to that point of of you know getting you know getting away from you know sharing the good. You know, that's that's been a that's been a struggle. You know, I've I've learned that. Uh, a lot of people want to see us do good. A lot of people want to see us do good, especially when you get here. When you get here, like, yeah, stay clean another day. That's so awesome. Like, oh, man, you got your license. Like, that's so awesome. Oh, man, you got your car. You got your first job. That's so awesome. Like, well, you 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 just bought a house. Like, that's awesome. Like, Oh, oh man, you just you just got a you just got a brand new car. That's awesome. Like, man, you just you just finished the sit. Everybody wants to see us do good. What we got to be mindful of is not everybody wants to see us do better. Right. right? A lot of people want to, you know, they appreciate that first coming up when they can say, "Oh yeah, when when I was when I was where you are, but then all of a sudden what about when they've never been where you're at?" No doubt. You know, and you can, you know, the 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 fellowship kind of has a way of, of of pulling down on that, depending on the like we talked about. If I got a network of 50 people and only two of them own a house and have to talk about property taxes and and all that kind of stuff. The other 48 are just looking at me saying, well, it must be nice. It must be. nice. Yeah. It must be nice. And like yeah. I finally I finally learned last year that my response to that is like, motherfucker, it is. It is. It is. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And keep so keep coming. Yeah. <laughs> keep coming back, bro. Yeah, keep coming back, man. It's a it's it's a journey. It's a marathon. And like, man, there is no destination. So like we just keep going. Yeah, and to wrap it up here, I want to talk about this last section because this is one of my favorite sentences. Well, paragraphs. In the program is this just for today i will be unafraid my thoughts will be on my new associations people are not using and found a new way of life so long as i follow that way i have nothing to fear and Mm -hmm. uh you know there's so many times when people are struggling like i hear them uh sharing our meetings and they're struggling and i make it a point to try to go over to them when we circle up because we read this at the end of our meeting and i go the solution's coming just listen Mm-hmm. And we go through all this just for today. And if you can keep your thoughts on my new associations, people who are in recovery, they're not using, you know, 
long as you follow that way, you don't have any, like, let fear go away despite all your anger and your resentment and, you know, uh, your doubts. Just focus on that. From now yeah, until you I, go to bed tonight. Yeah, I think that, you know, being unafraid, my thoughts will be on my new associations, people who are not using it, found a new way of life. And so long as that I follow that way, you can look at that from our experience and step work that basically says, it says I have nothing to fear, but what I read is I've acquired the spiritual principle of courage. Yeah. You know, because sticking around the new associations and being around people I don't know. And when I was new, having to build up the courage to walk out here and ask some old timer for a cigarette and the lighter, I didn't need him to smoke it for me. You know what I'm saying? But I needed to ask for both and like, you know, I think that, man, it's 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 courageous to to come around here and get, you know, get to the meeting early and stay late and, you know, participate in the meeting after the meeting and get a sponsor and start doing all that. Like, man, there's a lot of there's a lot of things to fear in the beginning. But like the more I stick around these new associations and that are not using and found this new way of life, the more possible it becomes. And, you know, the more courage I have to uh, move forward in whatever endeavor I'm in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how it is. And then, you know, to to kind of wrap it up on on my end is like, you know, you got to remember that, you know, that bottom piece too. dear God, show me what I've done right and wrong today. Show me how I can better live and serve and serve you tomorrow. Like and you got the notes section. And I think that's the most important thing is like, hey, man, thank you for my thank you for my victories and my mistakes today. Yeah. You know, thank you for thank you for not not kicking the dog today and and and, you know, not not. Uh, blowing my girlfriend off and not yelling at my kids and, you know, whatever, you know, not swiping that credit card, you know, not running that stop sign, whatever, whatever it is like, man, thank you for that. Just give me another opportunity to practice it tomorrow. And like as long all and and that's how recovery goes. We end it with that. And then it goes right back to what did I stay clean today? Yeah. So tomorrow I get to ask myself, okay, that inventory that I did, you know, did I stay, did I stay clean today? I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but when I look at that, cause right under that prayer that you just said is the note section. And it kind of think makes me think when I get through all that, I'm started with a clean slate all over again. You know what I mean? Man. Hey, this is a, this is a, this is a daily reprieve. Yep. So if right. I, if I, if I just did this on 24 hours and I feel good about it or I feel bad about it, guess what? I, it's only a daily reprieve. Yeah. These actions are only going to matter as much as my actions tomorrow. Yeah. So, like I said, man, I practice this and make those changes not only to keep the wreckage of my present down, but also to make it easier on my future self. Yeah. I think about my future, bro. I think about my future, my future self, quite a bit. You know what I'm saying? Is the decisions I'm making today going to make my future self proud or disappointed? Which Which ones it going to be? And this helps me, you know, this is a guide to make the decisions where I can look back and say, bro, I'm proud of you for that. If you're excited about the future, you're probably doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're tripping about the future, then yeah, you may want to, you may want to look at his IP. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, I remember what I was going to ask you was about, uh, osmosis. You said, was that you that was talking about, uh, you said they say you don't get this by osmosis, but there's something that comes. Uh, there's something that happens when you hang around these people all the time. Oh, you're saying like the? Uh, um, no, I don't know if that was me that that it shared might not that. Be. Yeah, I, I, I heard that the other day. Somebody was 
I heard it somewhere, but somebody was saying, you know, they say you don't get this by osmosis, but you hang around us enough, something happens. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's something that, happens. It's that something. Yeah, you know, the literature refers to it as that something. That's something. An yep. indescribable something. No doubt. Well, Jacob, man, I can't thank you enough, man. I really enjoyed this. This was a blast, and uh, thank you for coming on here, and, you know, keep doing what you're doing, man. No, yeah, I appreciate it, man. You as well. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start checking it out and showing my support and, you know, uh, man, just try to try to keep showing up, man. I think that this is a, a badass, you know, avenue of service that you got going on, getting in people's personal experiences and, you know, being able to, to share that and share yours. I mean, I can't imagine the conversations you get to have. It's got to be just enlightening and just spiritually refreshing, you know, every time. So, you know, congratulations, man. Oh yeah, dude. It's I'm the luckiest man in the world get to talk to all these people I talk to. <laughs> yeah. You know, from all over the world. It's been it's been fun. All right, everybody. We will be back next week. We're gonna take a dive into the old school way that people used to work the four step. That'll be IP number ten. Working the four step. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us on our Living Clean Podcast. This is another platform that we can share our message of recovery, which is an addict, any addict, can stop using drugs, lose the desire to use, and find a new way to live. Join that no matter what club. You can contact us through text. The number is 931-306-9364.